Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Cosmopolitan's All The Way With. I'm Laura Capon. And I'm Pacey Gilmore. This week we're joined by Fumi, whose relationships were impacted by what's known as the good girl complex. I've got a lot of thoughts on this, as always. Can't wait to hear them all, mate. (laughs) Don't sound so (laughs) enthused. I am, I am. So um, we had a bit of homework, didn't we? Because last week when we had Married at First Sight's matchmaker Genevieve, Mm. she gave us a task, which was to work out our three dating deal breakers and what our motivations are for wanting a relationship. Have you done your homework, Paisley? In typical Paisley Gilmore fashion, I did it approximately three minutes ago. (laughs) What about you? I mean, same. (laughs) Okay, so what are your what have you come up as your deal breakers? Thank you so much for asking, Laura. My deal breakers <laughs> are <laughs> if someone wants kids or to get married, or if they want to follow a somewhat traditional path in the relationship, that's a deal breaker for me because I don't want any of those things. Okay. And I'm just worried traditional path is a bit vague in terms of do you want to I know before you said you didn't couldn't imagine living with anyone again. Mm. Is that also included? Well, the thing is, I'm unsure about it. And so what I mean is, if someone has traditional relationship expectations, like, oh, we'll be together for a year, then we'll move in together, then we'll meet the parents, then we'll do this. Like, I just don't, I couldn't be with someone who has expectations based on any kind of tradition, because I just, I don't know. And I'm not going to follow that path. I might do, but I might not. Okay, I like that. Um, That was one. Mm -hmm. My second one is political values they can't be homophobic they can't be a turf which um basically they have to stand up for trans rights and lgbt rights and i know a lot of um, experts say you don't have to have the same politics but i think for me those fundamental they're so important to my personality and how i live my life that that Mm. would be a deal breaker for me if they were kind of right wing on the spectrum you're a good person basically and your third uh, my third, they've got to be emotionally intelligent. And if they're not, I don't think it would work for me because I love to talk about my feelings and why why you feel that way and why you behave the way you do and why you have certain behavioural patterns from your childhood. And if you can't get into analysis about your personality, it's not going to work out. I like that. Yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to add? Well, I just wanted to add, and this is a bit of an unpopular opinion. Um, okay. I not like you to have one of those. <laughs> no, it's not, is it? <laughs> A deal a deal breaker for me would be if they don't drink alcohol. But we are just opposites, aren't we? Okay, so why okay. why is that a deal breaker? Me going out and partying and drinking and having fun and being stupid is like really important to me. And I know it sounds silly, but like I just want someone to do that with. Because for me, a relationship is all about having fun. And that's my idea of fun. That's not silly. <laughs> Tell me yours, you opposite. <laughs> okay, so my first one is... Um, I don't want someone, for me, if they were, like, into drugs, if they're, like, heavily into drugs. That's just not, you know, my 
vibe. Okay. Oh, I can't believe I just said vibe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, opposite to you, I want someone that does want to commit. Um, so whether that's marrying, living together, <laughs> I put lol, opposite of PG. Um, <laughs> but I do definitely want to kind of be in a long-term committed relationship in that way. So Nice. And then this one is hard because I definitely want someone that's open to children but I also think it's hard because obviously you don't know if Mm. you can have children if they can have children so it kind of is a deal breaker if they weren't open to it but if for some reason it didn't happen it wouldn't be it's it's quite hard that one so if they were like I absolutely don't want children that would be a deal breaker you just want them to say maybe one day depending on how it goes um and then as that was a kind of (laughs) half-arsed so that's like 2.5 my like other half would just be like kindness I just that would have they'd have to be kind Elsie that's so sweet how do you define kindness I think just caring about other people Mm -hmm. like maybe not set maybe not selfish it's kind of like yours but yours are more like well written out with like the (laughs) with their kind of political views and things I guess it kind of goes in with that in in the same sense but just as a whole do you know what I've just thought as well Mm. like none of us have put any form of like um, appearance in there but (gasps) when I'm on dating apps that's what you always swipe on isn't it that's really interesting yeah Mm. I don't care about appearance at all though no but then when I'm on a dating app I do because that's really kind of all you have to go on oh yeah Hmm. interesting isn't it It okay um so uh then on to our motivations for getting into for no for wanting a relationship yeah this was actually hard i don't know if you found it hard Mm, no i found it quite easy okay do do yours first then (laughs) um so i put to share my life with someone because i just always think there's so many things that i just wish i had someone to do them with you know when everyone's buying their fucking christmas tree sorry for swearing um but you know it's just like yeah great sure my mum and dad will buy a christmas tree and i'll just watch them i mean they won't do it all cute and instagrammy but do you know what i mean like to yeah. share those like fun things um just someone to have fun and all the lols with yeah. um and then i also just put like have a life partner to help each other through this hellhole <laughs> <laughs> so to support each other <laughs> yeah through life Oh, so Wonderful this hellhole life is, is life. Is life. Yeah. Um, also, I think it's really nice that you've put to help each other through instead of being like, I want someone to help me through life. Like, it shows that you're... Yeah, do you know what I did at first? I think put just me and then I thought that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> you could have got away with that. <laughs> um, okay, what are yours? What did you come up with? I think they're all so nice. I also put to have fun because I think what's the point if, it, if yeah. you're not having a, a huge laugh um <laughs> and then I put, uh, to enhance both of our lives because I believe if a relationship doesn't enhance your life like why would you be in it you could just be I like that one <laughs> and I've also put intimacy because to me like emotional intimacy with another person is like so I just love it it's so um life-changing really I love it because you because I I feel like if people don't know you they'd think that you were quite like hard Mm. but you're not you're you're not this hard goth are you no it's all bravado (laughs) it is you're just a a softer limo (laughs) I am (laughs) 
Um, I wonder if Genevieve would be like, this is why you're both going to die alone. She probably, I mean, she, I feel like she told me off in the last episode. Mm, yeah. So um, she probably would continue to do so. She would. Um... She would learn about um, being a good girl. I feel really weird saying that, being a good girl. <laughs> air quotes, I, good girl, yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, the air quotes. We're joined by Fumi, a writer who is here to talk about the good girl complex and how the pressure to be a good girlfriend, good friend and good daughter can negatively impact your relationships. I'm so interested by this, Fumi. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. So what is the good girl complex? I understand the good girl complex as some of the subtle ways that girls are socialised from a young age to try and polish themselves into an image of goodness and perfection. Um, Ideas of like being kind and generous and giving and caring, but not necessarily thinking about what you get in return. So yeah, I think it's just kind of almost a giving complex that doesn't take into account like your own needs and stuff. So to like give and give and not worry about what you're receiving. Yeah, which is really strange. Yeah, and this is a this is a common thing, right? Because I think most people probably won't have heard it referred to maybe as the good girl complex. But I think if you've been socialised or raised as a woman or femme, you will have experienced it, likely, right? Yeah, no, definitely, because it's almost like well, I have a, a younger brother, and I think the way the ways that my sisters and I were raised compared to him is like completely different. Oh my God, the younger brother. Because this is the thing, when I saw your um, pitch, I I was like, what's the good girl thing? And I read it and I was just the whole time thinking of my bloody brother. And just <laughs> everything. <laughs> like, he's an adult now, he's 27, I'm 34. But still, even now, like, I think that's, I, I could really relate to it then. Um, and so what is the difference, though, between being a good person and, uh, air quotes, good girl? I think as a good person, there's almost a sense of self-worth and self-knowledge in the fact that you know who you are and you know that you are considerate to other people. And the good girl, I think, comes with a sense of like proving yourself, almost like earning like badges as you go along for, I don't know, how much you can do for other people how good you how likable you are and things like that whereas like I think boys just live carefree (laughs) a lot of the time (laughs) just swinging their dicks through life (laughs) um I feel like we should probably say Fumi's written a piece for us on this um which will be on the Cosmo website um so that's why she's almost the expert in it because she's talking about her experience in the piece but in the piece you've you've mentioned about how um the good girl complex can also be like when female worth is defined by who we are to others and you gave a really good example of uh, someone's twitter bio do you happen to remember who it was and what they said in it or do i need to <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i remember because hillary clinton has like mother wife politician or something like that in her bio and just mm. the fact that she has to really emphasize like her domestic roles like as it were like it's very telling that as a mm. female politician you have to appeal to people's sense of no you know I am like a likable woman and I am, I am humble and I don't know in a way that men don't really have to prove much in that way mm-hmm. it's almost like she has to prove she's caring 
um yeah in that sense like no I do care I'm a mum yeah yeah I don't think people care much about whether like male politicians are likable no that's, agree. yeah I would even know if they were dads most of them um <laughs> Only Boris. I'm aware that Boris is a a dad. Oh, these people shouldn't have children. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Could you give some more kind of examples as well, like how you were saying about your brother um, and more as well in relationships when examples of like where we're playing that good girl role? Yeah, definitely. I would say my household for a Nigerian household was fairly liberal, quote unquote. We are Catholic, so I don't know how. (laughs) liberal it could have been um yeah but that's another story but um I think like the way we were raised my sisters and I my older sisters and I compared to my brother I think there was much more of an emphasis on oh don't take too much food or make sure you're sharing all your snacks and sharing your toys and um I think there's a sense of ownership over things that like I felt like my brother had at times or Mm. being able to say no to stuff or not having to be a smiley when meeting new people um but yeah I think there's a big thing about being smiley because I wasn't the most smiley like preteen and I was always like oh why are you so like mean to like new people and I was just like I don't know (laughs) because I think there's like the expectation of like me being like a Cheshire cat like just like hi like I'm really eager but I don't know I was always a bit more like calm and like I, don't know. I definitely noticed that like um because I'm living back at home now but when we were younger you know if like your mum's friends come round and I would be expected to come downstairs and say hello but my brother could stay up in his room and it would never be kind of questioned oh that's so interesting do you know what I mean that's one of the <laughs> yeah. ones and even just I would say even now like now that we're older and my other sister she's got children now and they'll come over and I love playing with my niece and nephew, so it, I would do that anyway. But my brother would like, he, there's no kind of, oh, can Matt come and help? Like if I'm like, oh, should I get Matt? They're like, oh, no, just like leave him. He's had like, he's been at work. And I just think, you'd never say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be like, he's, he's been outside yeah. all day working. It's like, I've been on this yeah. laptop all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the expectations are just so much higher, aren't they, yeah. for girls? They are. They are. It's almost weird. I That makes me remember of like studying for like my GCSEs and A-levels and things and me being like, oh, I can't like do the washing up right now, but I will when I'm done. And like just like snarky comments from like family members like, oh, like you're saying you're studying. And it's just like, I actually am. Like I'm not using an excuse. <laughs> like I'll be a domestic goddess in a second. I just need to... <laughs> I don't know. It's strange. <laughs> and yeah, stuff like my... Uh, I mean, I'm just going to totally go in on my brother on this again. Any excuse. It just, it just gets... A, like, he just does nothing to help. He just, For ages, it was like, I don't know how to do it. It's just like, you... It's not that hard to, like, load a dishwasher. Yeah. And I feel like almost my mum does stuff for him because it's, like, easier for her. But he... I, I know that he's created this... this <laughs> but also, he has no guilt over that, whereas I would have a lot of guilt over that and then even down to like present buying we've spoken about this before. i've slated him before <laughs> but you know how like christmas presents for our mum and dads always come down to me and my sister i feel like he doesn't have the same guilt that we have yeah he hasn't had the same pressures put on him by this good girl complex right oh i'm furious <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but I think even in like friendships and relationships, I I think at the beginning of uni, I kind of told myself that my inner socialite and like 24-7 party girl would break free and I'd suddenly become like <laughs> a completely changed person. But it meant that I kind of agreed to go out when I didn't always feel like it. So oh. I had all these plans like stacking up. But then like the existential dread, <laughs> knowing that I actually didn't want to go to some of them. So I just end up cancelling on people and I felt so bad. Um, so I feel like I've never yeah. related to anything more. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the good girl complex, it's, you're saying it affects your friendships just as much as your kind of romantic relationships. Definitely. Um, I've got some better though, because I think honesty is something that completely slashes it down because... I think the good girl complex is just dishonest in itself. Like you're trying to mm. live up to this thing and you're not always being true to yourself. But yeah, I it definitely did because I just felt so bad for cancelling. Even though deep down, like even making the plans, like when I was like, yeah, sounds great. Like I knew I didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but thinking like, of all those memes. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Jordan like crying. Like fully dressed like yeah. on my duvet. Like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but it's just yeah it's a lot I, but I think I had to like retrain the thinking a little bit and just be like be honest from the start yeah can you give any tips on what you've because I find that as well like that guilt of letting your friends down and yeah agreeing to things but when you say be honest like do you literally just say I don't want to do that because I feel like I couldn't do that either so usually for me it goes like kind of like I sometimes have the boldness of being like straight up like I don't think that's for me but maybe we can do xyz like in a few weeks or something like that but usually I'll be like mm, I'm, I'm not sure maybe and then like I follow up like with a yeah I don't actually want to do that like <laughs> <laughs> within an hour or something <laughs> I feel like Paisley you're really good at this you're being yeah. like could you give us any tips Cause I feel like you have smashed the good girl comp like I feel like <laughs> The- you mean I'm a bad girl? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I always think, like, if we had, like, and we obviously haven't done them for ages, but work events and, like, if you didn't want to come, you wouldn't come. And yeah. no one ever was like, oh, come on, Paisley. Like, they totally respected your decision. Yeah. It took me reading a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck, which sounds ridiculous. I but think I might have heard of that book, Have you actually? heard of it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it just teaches you to say no to things you don't want to do. And basically, I, it's ch- it changed my life. I just do it and I say no. And I never lie about why I'm not doing things. I'm just deadly honest. I'm like, I, I don't think I really like that or I won't be my best in that social situation. So I'm not going to come. But like you said, Fumi, like you'd say, but instead, why don't we do this? So you're yeah. not letting people down. You're just kind of compromising. Definitely. I would say it's released me from a lot of pressure, but it's so hard. People, I don't know, go through their yeah. whole lives trying to live up to this insane pressure. Because also, especially in relationships where obviously you have to compromise, but, you know, at some point, should you, is is that the right thing to do, to do something you don't want to do? Like, is it fair that you always do what you want to do? I think there's a balance, but mm-hmm. I realised early on in my relationship that, like I would find like the real for me like coming out and I'll be like no stay down for a little bit <laughs> like just kind of like I don't know just being being a bit like almost 
like tone policing myself in a way of like being yeah. like okay just like don't ruin this like romantic bliss like just try and be like agreeable and whatnot so it was almost like I'd find ways to suppress like what I really thought like thinking that that was like what compromise was but it was just being dishonest um and like watching a, a movie that I actually didn't want to watch just because I felt oh, like that was the what movie I was meant to choice do. yeah <laughs> yeah it's like I like if I like this person so much of course I like the spirit of love will descend on me and I'll just like magically love this movie <laughs> even though I probably hate it <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about your relationship? Because I guess that's what you've written about in the piece, right? So how did the Good Girl Complex impact your relationship? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It impacted it in a lot of ways, but um, I know I keep on saying dishonesty, but that's just like the revelation I mm. had of like the whole, like the bottom of the whole like complex and ideology. It was that I was kind of trying to paint like an image of what I thought relationships should be. So trying to be like a good girlfriend by, for example, like watching like a football game or whatever, like I actually didn't like care about one bit or... <laughs> Like, I don't know, just things like that. Or even, like, saying, like, yes to hanging out when maybe I actually didn't really want to or, like, couldn't make the space to. But I think it just came down to things like misjudgments and how much I could give with my mm -hmm. time and, like, resources and, yeah, interest as well. Like, there's nothing worse than, like, pretending to like something. Um, but, yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of what I was trying to do luckily that changed and that came to a breaking point so yeah did you ever try and say like I don't want to watch this film or like I don't want to watch this football game and have like a bad your partner had a bad reaction to that well the reaction was kind of like it was never a bad reaction it was more of just like persuasion like just to be like like everyone makes an argument for like being a like tv remote warrior so it was almost like <laughs> him like presenting his case for like why like I might actually enjoy it 
And what's changed now is that instead of giving in, I'm like, nope, hate that. Nope. <laughs> um, which is just so much more refreshing. And did you notice it the other way? So say if there was something you wanted to watch um, or something that you wanted to do, and if they didn't want to do it, what was? did they play along with it, do you feel? Or were they more, no, I wouldn't like that? He played along with it like a bit, but I, I realised that I was doing it more. Because sometimes he'd be like, yeah, this rom-com is too toxic for me. And I'd be like, please. <laughs> please <Yeah. watch> <laughs> I think I did it more, but we were both kind of just like, I don't know, trying to be quote unquote like good, even though like we knew deep down, like, oh, I actually hate this thing. But yeah. yeah. Um, you said something really interesting in the piece was one of the reasons why in retrospect, you realised you were, you were kind of in air quotes, rolling over and doing what you thought was right for a good relationship was because you were kind of scared of being abandoned. Could you expand on that a little bit? It's weird because I never thought I bought into the whole, like, if you're, like, single, like, things are, like, harder kind of thing. But just the experience of being, like, coupled up and, like, being with someone, like, in that way just was so comfortable for me that I was almost, like, trying to defend it at all costs. So that also made me feel like, well let me not be difficult quote unquote and I think that's Mm. like such a like wielded over women a lot like no one was telling me this but just stuff I'd internalized of like not wanting to be a difficult girlfriend and so like being like okay you can't abandon me now because I'm like I don't Mm. know because I'm like easy to get along with yeah also high maintenance I always feel like that gets thrown around like oh she's high maintenance definitely you and mean, like what, even like simp, standards? like the word simp now. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, simp. <laughs> and how it's just like basic decency a lot of the time. Like just being like caring and affectionate guy yeah. means that you're now like a woman's rag, which yeah. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't like. So you did this for a while and then what kind of happened? I think, you, did you say you became a bit resentful and like... Yeah, it's that's the issue with pretending. Like I'm a really bad liar and I think these kind of things always build up for me and so eventually like it would be like the comment that I'll just blurt out or like stuff like that and I was like oh she's cracking (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it was kind of almost like the whole facade breaking down a little bit and me making the sacrifices but with the like an air of resentment now and that also like spilled over into him and he then felt like uncomfortable so yeah mm. we had this conversation about like what everything like everything that was going on and like the fact that we were both feeling weird and we weren't really happy and yeah that led to a breakup which didn't last long at all <laughs> um and a few days after we broke up we just had another conversation about stuff and this time he was kind of like acknowledging the fact that like he also was complicit in me like stretching beyond like what I knew I could give and stuff like that and just like trying to like make the whole dynamic more equal and communicate with each other better and just being honest and yeah how had he been complicit then what did he mean by that well it was for someone to like give too much and like stretch beyond like what they can give you also have to be on the receiving end of that Mm. and I think maybe like a mixture of my naivety or something else but like it was almost like 
the fact that there's no kind of restriction on like maybe you should think about this or maybe you should actually focus on this this weekend or do this mm. kind of fed into it because then there was no like barrier for me to like stop giving too much like it was just like with the whole ideology in my head it was perfectly normal and so yeah I think it was like a it was a I know the word for it like a it had like two sides to it for sure um, so you said that as well as uh, gender pressures, your anxieties were complicated by race. Can you explain that as well? Yeah. Um, so I think with the whole dynamic, there were there was obviously the ideas of being a good girl I was grappling with. But also, I think the weird kind of notions of what it means to be a black woman in love, what it means to be cared for as a black woman. Mm. And it's almost like... I don't know whether it's like movies or what, but like the difficult quote unquote black woman just like does not deserve love in pop culture. And like, I think that added to me like furiously, like becoming like a romantic mother Teresa. And I, I think that was just kind of like another layer to it because an angry black woman, like, I don't know, you're not seen as entitled to love if you like stand up for yourself and, I don't I don't know like you're unapologetically yourself and like loud when you need to be like it's always like oh she's doing too much or she's too this she's too that she should turn it down and settle Mm. a little bit but yeah I guess also in a lot of like those kind of rom-com films like the black woman is always like portrayed as like the really independent like best friend as well do you know what I mean the one that's like doesn't need anyone so it's like a bit of a double-edged sword as well yeah yeah definitely because I do think that like at the time it was almost a weird kind of thing where like I knew like all the like relationship memes of like red flags know your worth sis (laughs) I just cringed (laughs) I cringed as I said it but you know like that kind of like social media discourse of like you know like you queens need to like know what you deserve and like stand up for yourselves and stuff but like my whole relationship like all my relationships and friendships didn't reflect that um I just was so desperate to not be just to be likable because I I feel like in growing up in Nigeria I'd received a lot of flack for being kind of like like saying no like when I didn't want to do stuff and like just being like sure of myself in that way to just be Mm. like unafraid to like hurt people's feelings but I was kind of described as like cold and like I just think like that kind of like those kinds of words like can like really dig in um so I was like trying to like reinvent myself and was scared of like becoming like an ice queen um but yeah it was it was a difficult balance as well going back to your gender point I feel like men are never really described as cold that's always kind of reserved for women I feel like definitely yeah because there's that expectation no I think we even said expectation at the same time definitely yeah 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 it's just the double standard so did you break off I know you said your breakup was short-lived but then I'm guessing did you break up again did you no we didn't um so well, we've been back together for a while um, okay and, and it is looks it a lot better now that's like, so good it's so much more healthy and I think that's partly us being able to like say no to each other and just be honest and yeah kind of like letting go and holding on at the same time which in the beginning I think we were both like clutching each other like 
so how do you how do you navigate it now because obviously I think it's incredible that you've gone from one type of relationship to another and it sounds really healthy and nice but how do you do yeah. that yeah it's kind of insane <laughs> teach us <laughs> it feels like it's a new relationship but I think it's because like there's some kind of systematic effort like on both sides and um I guess honesty is probably the bottom line um I do think like that's like probably the best thing to work towards in any kind of like human relationship and just kind of like being aware of like where we are so that if we like bring requests to each other for like asking certain things of each other we already have the context there and like we respect Mm -hmm. each other's space and boundaries and time rather than just being like pick me up like I'm on this street (laughs) or being like you must watch this movie with me because you you have to like the same things as me and things like that. So yeah, it's it's literally a new relationship, but it's, it's really nice because there's, it's almost like the veil of like all those ideals is gone. So now it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, it's a good foundation because we're just much more open and much more honest and there's no pretending. Are you applying this... Um same new kind of look at relationships are you applying this to family and friendships as well and how is that going yeah um with friendships that's been going pretty well to be honest um I have some friends that like I realized I was a bit codependent with before um (laughs) just a little bit and kind of trying to like let them know like where I'm at and be like can't talk right now but you know speak later love you like bye whatever um and reassure them in that way because I think we're all kind of just looking for understanding from each other and yeah trying to like respect my boundaries while also caring for my friends which is a nice with family it can be hard because there's so many things but I think my parents understand me a lot better now and my siblings as well um but yeah I think I'm kind of within the family dynamic I'm just like elephant in the room like Unveiler, um, which <laughs> Unveiler. is a role. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I'm kind of like, I don't know whether it's like I get a thrill out of it, but I just enjoy like kind of being like, well, are we going to talk about this? And just wait, <laughs> waiting for the flames to like. <laughs> now, a good girl would not do that for me. So. <laughs> but I think now as well, even though like, that was like a, a role that like I was like just so like happy to take on I think now I'm like trying to also like recognize that like as much as I'm sensitive other people are as well and like not always bringing the clothes out and being mm. confrontational when it doesn't need to be confrontational mm-hmm. but yeah I think my family also like really appreciates that I'm quite honest but now I'm kind of like filtering it a bit and not using it as a like weapon to like bring out at the most unexpected moment but just being aware of other people's emotions Mm -hmm. using it in that way I think there's things also being single I can relate to as well like you can still take from this even if you're not in a relationship um because I was just saying to my friend actually on the weekend that I find when you're single everyone kind of thinks you're free all the time it's almost like um if you can't do something it's like why can't you do it like what Mm. are you going to be doing instead and I find that quite (laughs) difficult sometimes whereas you know people your friends that are married or really settled down if they say oh I'm not free for the next like three weekends you're just like you wouldn't even ask it's like yeah no totally understand um but yeah having that kind of 
not drawing yourself into plans that like you said that you just don't want to do but you're essentially kind of like emotionally forced into them yeah yeah no I I think that's actually a really real thing and to be honest I've stopped kind of I've I've stopped I kind of try and practice what I preach and don't push when people tell me they can't do stuff because like trying to respect other people's boundaries um and with my family as well when I do get pushback like I I try and like just withdraw the claws and like be very like you know this is why I feel the way I do and this is why I can't do it and be sensitive to them while also like respecting my boundaries which is a difficult balance but yeah yeah I really don't like it when people like ask me to qualify why I can't like do something though Mm, uh, yeah I'm I'm with you on that one it's like I said I can't so simply piss off have you have you found that um since you kind of readdressed this in your life your anxiety is kind of minimized and do you feel like better and happier in general I think so um I think it's definitely saved me like from having anxiety beyond like the daily and like the daily ups and downs and stresses because I think because human relationships are like such a core part of being human like it's a shame to have to have like constantly being in a state of worry like when you're thinking about people you care about and people that are in your life so yeah I think it's it's saved me a lot of emotional energy um and yeah I try and also release myself from like feeling bad or weird about people that make me feel weird for having boundaries because I do think mm. that there's still, as much as like you can be like, you can conquer the good girl complex on your own. As a society, we haven't really dealt with that. So you'll still get a lot of pushback, I think. And if anyone's listening to this and they're totally relating to you and just realise that they've been playing like this good girl role and they want to like gradually stop, what are like just some first steps you would recommend? I think... The first thing is to become more aware of become more aware of how you feel about things and how you feel about what you want in life and your goals and like your needs. And once you have those, then you can relate to other people in a way that's healthy for you. Because I think there's almost like a good girl with a good girl thing. It's almost like you wipe your needs clean to be like, no, like I'm fine. Like, Mm. and try and, like, make everything good for other people, but you're neglecting yourself. So I think it has to start with, like, assessing, like, what you need and what you want. Um, So you can then come to other people with that knowledge. I love that. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) We loved that, didn't we, darling? Um, So if people want to read your piece, they just need to come to the Cosmo website and it will be up there. But if they want to find you, follow you, your work, etc., um how would they you do can that find my artworks on instagram at art by Fumi, which is f-u-n-m-i and i'm on twitter at Fumi creates same spelling but thank you guys great no thank you so much i think elsie and i were talking earlier about how it's something we've like experienced but never really had like the language mm. before i guess to like articulate it so this is so yeah useful. i think it's so healing <laughs> i think yeah it's so yeah. healing to write it as well yeah this was a really cathartic conversation i feel empowered me too <laughs> <laughs> go for it sis <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you've both ruined it 
Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. I felt that was a bit like therapy for me, that was. I'm so happy for you. I really think if people could just let go of some of that pressure. Yeah, just that constant so pressure to be light. And do you know what it made? It, it brought back a memory to me, Paisley. Let's hear it. Mem- so when Phoebe was saying, <laughs> you're like, let's hear it, I want my lunch. When um, Phoebe was saying about movies to watch, right? Mm. I remember with my ex, we went to see, and it was my choice. It was the second Halloween, the remake by Rob Zombie, because of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> he walked out because he said it was so rubbish. He walked out. And obviously I had to then walk out as no, well. No, halfway through. Yeah. Not even halfway. I think like quarter mark. God. But then I remember going to sit down with him and it was like a David Lynch film and I was so bored I fell asleep. But you know just like I would never dream to get up and no. walk out. And no. That I mean so mad. It just makes you think of things like that where you're like I would never dare to do that but for someone else it's like not even a for yeah. men, not even a big we deal. We are, so many of us are just born and bred to people, please. That's what it's made me think. And that's exhausting. Born and bred to people. Oh, God. I know. But not, not anymore. And I also, do you know what? I've got that book you said. Yeah, oh, my friend you? lent it to me. Oh, so I'm going to start reading that. The, the, what was it? The Life Changing. The Life Changing Magic. Is that what it's called? Of Not Giving Fuck. I read it years ago. Okay. You'll be like, do you want to do a podcast on this date? No. Sorry. <laughs> Why not? Don't want to. <laughs> Can't be asked. <laughs> you would never not be asked. Respect my boundaries. No. Um, but no, I really love that. I think it's important about all aspects, like mm-hmm. relationships, friendships, yeah. family. Yeah. I'm not going to say go sis She's energised. <laughs> Uh, this brings us to the end of this episode of Cosmopolitans All The Way With. Thanks to Fumi for joining us and to you for listening. If you have any sex questions or dating dilemmas, message us on Twitter or Instagram at Cosmopolitan UK. Cosmopolitans All The Way With was recorded by Number 8 Studios remotely and is available to download on all the usual podcast apps. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.